In today's housing market, there are a lot of mistakes being made by not only home buyers, but home sellers across the fine state of Michigan. So be sure to stick around and find out what those are so you don't make them. Welcome to the Real Estate in Michigan Audio Experience podcast with your host and local real estate professional, Andrew McManaman. What's going on everyone, Andrew McManaman here, a Michigan realtor helping people like you buy, sell, and invest in the wonderful state of Michigan. So don't hesitate to reach out, I'd be happy to be your go-to resource. One of the first and most obvious mistakes or misconceptions a lot of people have made about today's housing market is they still think it's 2020, 2021 time where homes were hardly put on the market, they received 100 offers over asking price, lines out the door, buyers buying each other out of contracts and open houses just look like the secretary of state office at the end of every month. It was a frenzy. There was panic and honestly, no decision was made very soundly. It just seemed like a whole lot of peer pressure or buyer pressure, I should say, because if you wanted to get a home bad enough, there was definitely a sacrifice that needed to be made. This mentality has made a lot of buyers sit on the sidelines lately. I've heard people say, I don't want to get into that bidding war nonsense. I'm just going to sit on the sidelines for a little longer, or I'm not going to offer over asking price with this interest rate and how it is. And the truth is the market has cooled down regardless of what sources and media would tell you. And that fact cannot be argued. Of course, there are areas still doing pretty well when homes are priced correctly in an area where the inventory is particularly much less than most places like Novi, for example, Northville, Livonia, even Dearborn and Dearborn Heights have been considered one of the faster growing housing markets in Michigan, alongside several communities on the west side, such as Grand Rapids and Traverse City. During that 2020-2021 time, you had sellers on their thrones laughing at buyers as they received double and triple the returns on the sale of their homes. Despite the hotter markets across Michigan, the market has cooled like I said. The scale isn't so much tipped in the seller's favor, but it still is to a certain extent due to the lack of homes for sale on the market today. The frenzy started from the cheaper mortgage rates and the increase of the rates has then what's really slowed that demand and put buyers on the sidelines and they are still on the sidelines thinking they will be outbid. That's a buyer's misconception, but how does that translate to a seller? Well, if you spend just a few seconds scrolling on Zillow or a realtor's home portal, you'll see the price decrease is happening all over the state. And the reason that is happening is because sellers are being a little greedy still and thinking this market is the same as it was during the pandemic. But as I reiterated, it is not. Sellers will ask me from time to time, does this mean that I missed the boat to float away with piles and piles of money bags? Well, first off, that would look a little suspicious. And secondly, not necessarily. The market is still tipped into a seller's favor solely because the inventory is so low that a seller's home will be seen by a lot more eyes. And this pent up demand over the years will have most people looking at your house thinking, Finally, this is the place to live, even if it isn't the prettiest model in the catalog. But when it comes to pricing, you can't just look at your neighbor's home that sold one to two years ago and say, that's what your home will be listed at because what someone is willing to spend in this market today will not justify that. Another buyer mistake I'm seeing today has to do with the buyers who are actually in the market looking to buy a home, not the ones who have decided to sit on the sidelines and wait things out. 
I've read, heard from friends and other agents across the country about doing an unnecessary elimination of contingencies. What I mean by that is, is people were in the earlier years of this market, they've been trained to be aggressive and that aggressiveness is carrying over into this softer market. This is soft. So they are thinking they need to waive their home inspections, offer free post-close occupancy, bid above asking price when there's not nearly as much interest or any at all, and it may come back to bite you a little bit. Don't waive inspections, don't offer free things, and don't throw in offers thousands above asking price because you're stuck in that mentality of a few years ago. As the age-old saying states, you can always work your way up, you can't work your way down. And that's why lowball offers are happening numerous times on listings these days because people will start low and work their way up to a point they're comfortable with instead of putting all their eggs in one basket to realize they were the only offer at all. I've mentioned in a few of my other videos, but that really just comes down to thinking emotionally instead of strategically. In this market, it's very important to think strategically to ensure you aren't overspending for homes that are already listed at a premium. Some of these issues can be avoided by implementing this next point, and that's getting your own agent. I know there's so many people out there who think, Realtors aren't worth it, they just want to get the process done, they don't need to be sold, etc. And I feel for those people, but not all agents provide equal service, even though, generally speaking, we all get paid the same. So what a lot of people will do is call the sign that's in the yard for the home they're interested in and say they want to buy it and just use that agent to get the home, just to get the process done and done. This is called dual agency, where the buyer and seller are using the same agent. Here in Michigan, that would need to be disclosed and signed on a dotted line. The goal of this realtor is to sell the home and get the seller as much money as possible. Well, that can be a little contradicting, especially if they are working with the buyer to buy it as well. These agents, more times than not, will get paid twice since they are doing double the work, but oftentimes that could mean they are just trying to push the transaction forward and really not have the buyer's or even the seller's best interests in mind. And that goes for sales representatives for new construction homes too. They may seem like the coolest person in the world, but they have a contract with the builder or developer to sell these homes. So having a buyer's agent in that situation who is working solely on your behalf is a very crucial aspect to keep in mind when going into new construction and when buying a resale home as well. Those are the most common mistakes I'm seeing today, not only in Michigan's housing market, but all over the country too. A few other mistakes that may or may not be known that I just wanted to rattle off real quick just to make you aware as a home seller, and I'll do the home buying ones next, include selling without an agent. It's important to get as much exposure and guidance as possible in this changing market. Pricing a home wrong is probably number one. Hiding any major defects or repairs instead of disclosing everything on the seller's disclosure, this can be something that can really come back and bite you legally, seller. So it's, it's better to disclose everything and anything. So one, the home is priced as it's based on, and two, you don't get into legal trouble if it's proven you knew about it. Next is using bad listing photos or hiring an agent who doesn't pay for them to be professionally done. Based on experience, I have had clients buy a home on photos alone, so posting bad photos will eliminate a lot of potential buyers, and let's be honest, when the first couple listing photos are bad, I don't even spend any more time looking at them. And it makes me wonder what other corners have been cut, too. 
Of course, this can be situational, especially if the home has tenants in it and you get a couple exterior shots instead of the typical 20 to 25 photo package. The next mistake is taking lowball offers too personally. A lot of people will just say no and move on instead of putting their feelers out there with a counter offer. And lastly, limiting showings. If you're selling your home, understand you may need to find another place to hang out at for a good chunk of the day. Limiting the showing times for only a few hours each day will not really benefit you very much, especially when we're trying to cater to all these agents and potential buyer schedules. In terms of home buyer mistakes out there, a lot of it has to do with your financials, from not saving up enough money and spending all your savings to not starting the pre-approval process early and only shopping around for one mortgage quote. It's important to make an informed decision. Don't make one emotionally think long-term and truly weigh your wants and needs and decide what you truly need and what you could live without. Thank you as always for listening to my podcast. If you would follow, subscribe, and leave a five-star review on the platform you listen to this on, I would greatly appreciate it. Stay tuned for the next episode.